instead of trusting what worked for someone else, instead of trusting what's popular, instead of even taking my word for it, do your research, really look at what's worked for you in the past. Look at your actual lifestyle, assess who and what you are and how you approach things. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about, has it really worked before? I think a lot of times, you know, we'll be faced with making new changes and we'll be like stuck in the old habits and we'll think, well, this worked in the past. And my question is, did it, did it really work if you're seeking a new and better result because you're not happy with where you're at currently? And I get why we default to it worked in the past, right? Because a lot of times we've done these quick fixes, these fad diets, and we did see pretty instant and pretty good results. However, those same diets, those same things we implemented are also why we're now seeking a new and better result because we could never actually get the habits to last. We couldn't get the results to last. So if you really think about it that way, it didn't really work because you're not able to sustain those results long-term. And the reason I bring this up is because it's really easy to defend what we were doing when we don't want to be faced with making a change. But we have to realize that sustainability in those habits and routines, while yes, there will be ups and downs, is really sort of the marker of whether or not something works. And if we aren't happy with where we are currently, we have to embrace the change versus instead of defaulting back into, no, this worked in the past, I'm going to keep doing this, okay? We have to get out of the mentality of wanting those instant results because a lot of times wanting those instant results is actually what's backfired. Okay. It's created problems. So on top of all of this, I do just want to sort of reiterate just because you did something before and it did work too, nothing works forever. We have to be willing to embrace those changes and we have to stop seeing it as if we're making a change as if we were bad or wrong or, you know, doing something we shouldn't have been doing even in the past. A lot of times, yes, they weren't necessarily the habits we should have had or or the best habits. However, a lot of times they were even good. And it's just simply that they don't work anymore, okay? So instead of getting so caught up in what worked in the past, you have to be willing to embrace changes because nothing will work forever, okay? So I wanna talk about, you know, how we can sort of view this and like break down the cases of why we get stuck in the, what used to work and how we can let that go if we actually wanna create sustainable habits, okay? So first off, the habits and routines simply weren't based on your realistic lifestyle. That's why they didn't really work. Okay. They might've gotten you instant results. You might've been able to do them for a week or two and seen that scale drop really quickly. But in the end, you weren't able to keep doing them. Okay. Whether or not it's that, you know, that motivation wore off and it wasn't based on what you actually wanted to do with your life. You know, maybe you cut out all bread and you actually love making bread. You know, maybe it's that you were trying to do two days when you realistically barely have time for 30 minutes of training. Maybe it's that you simply didn't actually enjoy the habits long-term. You thought you might've, but then really looking at it, they really just didn't fit with what you wanted out of life. There's so many different reasons why things aren't actually realistic for our lifestyle. And we have to be okay with assessing whether or not it actually fits who and what we are. So often we get caught up in like what's popular, what worked for someone else, what we should be doing, you know, eating clean, we should be doing this, right? But if we like pizza, there's nothing wrong with enjoying pizza, right? We have to be realistic about what our lifestyle is and we have to find a balance between working towards our goals and what we actually ultimately enjoy. We also have to realize that If we can't sustain these habits and we go off plan, are we willing to go back to those habits? You know, no, we don't always want to do what we should. You know, I I love tracking macros. I think it's the foundation of everything. I don't always want to do it. However, I know when I want to move forward towards a goal, when I'm not moving forward, that is a fundamental that I can always go back to. 
Okay. So you're not always going to be motivated. You're not always going to want to do the things that you should do, but ultimately is it something that you know you can go back to, to get the result you want whenever you want. And you know, it's always going to work because it's based on the fundamentals, how you implement it might change, but it's something that you can always go back to when you get off plan. Because too often, you know, we do go to keto or we go to low fat or we go to all these different things. And then once we fall off, we can never get back on because it just wasn't realistic for us. And then even think about it. So often we blame, you know, our willpower, our self-control for being the reasons why we're never able to succeed. But too often we're relying on these things because we're actually trying to do things that work that aren't really realistic for our lifestyle. Because if you can actually create those changes, those habits, that discipline, you're not going to be relying on willpower. You're not going to be relying on motivation. Those habits will be ingrained because they will be a part of your lifestyle. And that's what makes us succeed. Not actually having to try and rely on forcing ourselves to do things because you're never going to be able to be consistent long-term. Okay. Next, I want you to really think when we say like, oh, it worked for me in the, in the past, but you're not at the current result that you want to be at. Think about the habits and the routines and realize they might actually have been part of what caused you to be in the situation you're in right now. A lot of times the things we got away with created the metabolic adaptations and the overload and injury that we're now suffering from. Yup. Stinks, but it's true, right? Oh, I got away with skipping my warm up. Okay, well, just because you got away with it and you weren't injured at the time doesn't mean you should have. And it's probably why you've got some movement compensations and imbalances and overload now that you have to deal with. So even though it might have worked in the moment, it didn't really work long term. So I think a lot of times we have to take that step back to assess, okay, is this this immediate gratification? Is it this quick fix? But I'm actually creating all these other problems because of it, because I'm trying to out exercise and out diet time. Am I trying to skip the things I need because I don't feel like doing them right now? And yes, this will work short term but will it actually work long-term? So often the fad diets that we do, the cutting our calories super low, the overtraining, you know, the extremes with the ratios, that is what creates the metabolic adaptations that actually backfire more and more as we get older, okay? So we have to think about the cycle. If you cut your calories super low, yes, you're gonna lose weight quicker on the scale to start, okay? But as we go through life, that creates metabolic adaptations that we're fighting against each and every time we diet. So it's actually why you might feel like you can go on 900 calories even though it's a deficit technically and not lose because you've actually trained your body to use that much, right? And every time we rebound with the weight gain, guys, we're not gaining the muscle back. A lot of times we've lost muscle because of our extreme deficits. We don't regain it when we gain weight, we gain fat and our body composition is actually worse off than where we started. And our metabolic rate is actually lower because we don't have as much muscle on. So each time it gets actually harder to lose weight because of the metabolic adaptations we've created. It's why sometimes we have to take that step back to retrain our body. Not a fun process, something we can do, but it's one of these things that a lot of times what we were getting away with actually makes it harder as we get older. And especially when we go through menopause, which can actually change what feeling we need. It can change our metabolic rate. It can increase cravings. It can change how we need to train. If we default back into those things we've always done, it's only going to be harder. Okay. So again, nothing works forever. Even if that did work, not to mention a lot of those previous practices might not have been as ideal as we thought because we were trying to out exercise and out diet time. And they might've created some of the problems we have now. So it's something to think about. Did it really work? And the reason I want us to do that reflection is because I think a lot of times when we really assess, did this really work? We find all the problems with what we were doing prior, which are opportunities to make a change. It's not that you were, you know, stupid or bad or wrong. Cause I think a lot of times we get like very down on ourselves because we did something prior that doesn't work now. Instead of saying, Hey, this is room for growth. All the mistakes, all the missteps, all the areas where we didn't hit things perfectly. That's room for growth to still like optimize our systems to get better results. Instead of just feeling like we're broken and nothing will ever work for us. The third thing I want you to really consider is fast results aren't necessarily real results. 
Okay. I know it is so tempting and trust me, all of us want results like yesterday, but when we try and out exercise and out diet time, we're just setting ourselves up ultimately for failure. We're creating unsustainable, unsustainable habits and routines. We're relying on willpower, not to mention this is where we start to lose as much muscle as we do fat. And that's what ultimately leads to the metabolic adaptations and all those negative consequences. Not to mention when we seek out fast results, we're losing water weight and glycogen. It's not actually fat being lost any faster. Okay, so we're doing all these things that are actually more wearing, harder, more miserable to not ultimately see results any faster. So I think the more we can say, hey, I'm gonna be this in this for the long haul and I'm gonna set this long-term goal and celebrate the daily habits, the better off we're gonna be. Stop the extreme deficits, they're only gonna backfire, okay? Think smaller deficits. Think about sustainability as you set things up. It's not that we can't try and drive towards a goal a little bit faster and make a few more sacrifices. Yes, I am gonna tell you there are gonna be sacrifices, you know, especially if you wanna get lean or you want to hit a specific deadline, there are going to be things that you can do to go faster. However, you still want to think about what's ultimately sustainable. And what that means is actually dying and dialing in those fundamentals, okay? Because A, nothing works forever. But B, that's also false in that if you have those fundamentals, you can build a solid foundation for your house. So you might change the paint color in your house, the furniture in your house. Heck, you might even sort of reorganize the rooms and redo them. But if you've built that solid foundation, if you haven't used rotting wood, if you haven't built your foundation on quicksand, you have that foundation there that you can always redesign the actual house of, okay? And I bring this up because macros and creating workout progressions and being self-empowered to actually learn are those fundamentals, okay? If you understand macros, you can adjust your ratios. You can adjust your calories. You can adjust the types of food that you eat. You can adjust the meal timing off of that. All these different things based on your lifestyle changing, your needs changing, your goals changing, your hormones changing, but you have the fundamentals, okay? So no one macro ratio might work for you forever, but you have the foundation. It's why you have to stop trying to do these fast fixes, these fad diets that don't actually require you to learn, which is another fundamental in my opinion, self-empowerment, okay? Instead of trusting what worked for someone else, instead of trusting what's popular, instead of even taking my word for it, do your research, really look at what's worked for you in the past. Look at your actual lifestyle, assess who and what you are and how you approach things, and then really be empowered to learn, okay? It doesn't mean you change with each new thing you learn because you don't wanna constantly be jumping ship on something that is actually working, but don't be afraid to really research and then even allow that research to be like, this is why this might work for me, or okay, maybe I understand now why this macro ratio isn't as good for me or why this workout progression doesn't work as well. But you wanna be self-empowered to really do your research. And then systems always work better together. So you have to dial in your workouts to actually match your your fueling, to match your lifestyle. I constantly get asked, you know, like, what's the best workout split? You know, what's the best exercise? Guys, everything is based on your needs and goals. The best move for you might change based on what you're actually working towards. The best move for you might change based on the realistic schedule you have to train. There is no ideal schedule. I've literally done hundreds of different splits, hundreds of different moves in there, different tempos, different reps, sets, all these different things, and found ways to move forward with even different variations because they all build. Sometimes they don't move forward as fast. Sometimes I'm just doing the minimum to maintain, but I'm always basing everything on my needs and goals at the time and even a realistic schedule. If you design for three days a week, 30 minutes, that's better than designing for six days a week, one hour when you don't actually do all the workouts. Okay, there's no ideal, except the one you can be consistent with that actually allows you to hit everything that you need to hit. So always consider your schedule and then create that progression. Too often we're randomly stringing things together, going after the best, instead of looking at what we can actually create to watch how it's building and track the results, okay? 
So those are the basics. Those are the three pillars. That is my recipe to results is focusing on those three things. If you need help, shameless plug for my coaching because it's freaking fabulous, but use those three things to really dial in your routine. Just remember if you're now looking for something new, but yet saying to yourself, it worked in the past, realize that this is an opportunity to make changes because it didn't fully work. It wasn't perfect for you. And you can see those things that are wrong for you as opportunities to make a change and really dial in those fundamentals. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.